Hello and welcome to the Ringo Zone. Yeah, introduce yourselves. I'm I'm the I'm the first person. We're going in a weird order. Y'all go first. Uh, my name's Kayla. Okay, I'm Max, and you've put me in an awkward position. I'm not gonna lie, because uh, <laughs> I kind of assumed you were going to make your announcement. I'm gonna, and then yes. I was gonna have a, uh, then I was gonna have a joke. No, but see, I have to say my name. I have to introduce myself, though. That's the thing. You're throwing me off track here, man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm throwing you off. Sorry. My intro was dependent on your intro. Sorry, got on track there. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, I'm dodging around a little bit. Okay, let's do it. I'm we're doing it live. I prepared nothing, so. Hey, All it right. wouldn't be the Ringo Zone if you had something prepared. Yeah. So exactly. All right. Here's the situation. <laughs> Here we go. Let's do it. This is the most... I don't know how to do this. Because you're not here, audience member. I can't look at you. I don't know what your face is like right now. I don't know... You don't have a thing to say back to me. So I just have to make, like, a proclamation. I'm a trans woman. That's my... There There you go. Woo-ha. I don't know how else to do it. I think it's inherently a little wacky, because I'm a wacky person. So, my name's Carrie. That's the name now. That's, that's it. Uh... Any questions? <laughs> How I can make my joke. I'm yes. Max, and I'm the token male here today. There you go. I, hey, was... I brought it up before uh, we started recording that like, I can just tell in your voice that you're like much happier right now than you usually are when we record, and that brings a little bit of joy to my heart. Yeah, yeah there's I... a bit less of a sour note to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's like I'm I'm slowly figuring out my authentic self, and I'm at like one percent progress of it. And I, from what I understand, like that you'll never hit a hundred. It seems like, or when you hit a hundred percent of like figuring out being trans, you just stop caring, and that's what a hundred percent is. Mm. From what I've been able to figure out, it's very very interesting. But yeah, no, it's Kayla mm. probably has cleaned this up pretty well. And you keep this in Kayla. This was a sloppy as hell. I but give me this. I don't know. Yeah, yeah me too. It's authentic. Give me this. Also, yeah, just for somebody who's got to come out on their Steven Universe podcast as a trans <laughs> woman after four years, I think I'm doing all right. There's yeah. no. <laughs> if I had a crowd, I would feel like this would be okay. Anyways, let's get to let's get to the reason you're here, which is to listen to our analysis of Steven Universe, which is about ten percent of the show. I don't know. You said that let's... it would take like an hour to talk about the things that you had on your mind, and it's is, like, has it not been an hour? I... No, honestly, because it feels like I feel like whenever I talk about this shit that I talk forever and I don't want to go on like a. a well, you know, what I was going to say was so. like, I have three count them three notes uh, on this episode that we're doing. So like you have the time in the recording to talk about <laughs> yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's just, this is wild. It's just, uh, just like it's one thing that's weird when you're like, oh, I'm a trans person because you don't know that your whole life and you're like way older than most people like i i envy anyone who's a teenager and like figure this out like mm -hmm. oh my god like enjoy your life but then also you're like it's instantly you're like i guess i'm a, a gay woman now i guess i'm gay i guess i'm gay then like it's the weirdest where you're all of a sudden like okay so there's so much there's so many things so at the same time where it's like i i feel like i'm a lot more appeased i have also been like i'm a little bit i don't like my voice obviously i have a voice mm -hmm. if double if whammy and it's got you all discombobulated yeah so I, mean, I also haven't really been on episodes lately also all the fans which is like i assume all 200 are, 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 yeah, are in the discord like i guess you'll have noticed as this is posted my name changed so this is why so if you asked i maybe was like listen to the episode like this is why <laughs> listen to the episode 
episode that we should have recorded a month ago. Yeah, I didn't want to have to do this twice. This is like this is very weird to do. Thank you for putting up with it, fan. I hope Did that you, we're, we're cool. It'd be weird if we weren't. I feel like our fan base of the Steven Universe podcast is probably not. Anyway, see, Kayla had a mountain of a time. The pacing of this is probably very stunted. Anyways, that's why I'm going to end it here. Thank you for listening to my presentation. The name is Carrie again. I think Steven Universe's show, we're not talking about Yeah, it. let's talk about Bluebird. It's it's an, also an episode, I mean, like Kayla said, it's like a three-note episode. But it really is just like really, really annoying voice. Steven doesn't get that there's bad people. I'm like, cool, it's an episode that like I've always asked for. It's so like yeah. I guess I'm happy. Not but, me. I was perfectly happy well, I, never I just, seeing Aquamarine again. I just I just mean about like when I bitch about shit on this show, how often does it come down to why won't they acknowledge that sometimes people are just fucking monsters and you need to deal with them? Yeah. Like and it's just, this is a sad episode. It's Steven, you just need to deal with them. They're fucking monsters. They take advantage of Steven's nature, which yeah. makes her the worst kind of person, objectively. Hundred percent. Like, and I, I love also that it starts off with like it's like all of their behavior has the same thread from the beginning, like putting toilet paper on mm-hmm. the car to like I'm gonna slit your dad's throat. Yeah. I feel like yeah, Aquamarine is uh is a uh I don't know what it, like a bully. I don't know the right word for what Aquamarine I mean, is. She's just a shitty person. Yeah. No. I mean, Aquamarine <laughs> is a bully. Um, yeah. And bullying. eyeball just. I feel like eyeball used to be like a cool kind of layered character yes, because yes. she and Steven had that episode in space that was really interesting and now it's been kind of like reduced to oh I hate Steven so much. Yeah. Well you know it was always interesting because she was also like the first like personable character that wanted to kill him and it was like it was like she was like an important character. Well, I mean I raised raise your beard on but you know yeah. no no you know what I'm saying though like 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 where like, she like had the knife she was like really it was like I don't know All very right. visceral. No, you're right, you're you know? right, you're right, you're right. Well I remember Lapis is still undecided on if she wants to kill Steven. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. I also personally this is Aquamarine. I love the idea that there's a perfect gem, that she's a huge bitch, and that everybody like probably just hates her, but she's undeniably like the strongest and she's the heavy. And then when she merges, she just turns into the perfect asshole. Like, yeah. it's, it's like, I love that. She's just openly fucking harassing him. No, and everybody knows what's happening. She also it almost feels like she knows that Steven plays by certain rules. And that Steven has a certain kind of playbook of how Steven will behave. And that she knows that she doesn't have to have one. The worst kind of person. It the reminds worst me kind people, of people. It reminds me of certain people on the right on like Twitter arguing with people. Honestly, like the t- the tactic of the way she be. I don't know the way she behaves. You don't have to feed the trolls. Yeah, but no, it's Steven... literally you're giving them ammunition is like yeah. the thing. If when you engage with the right, they literally weaponize any image of you because if they can make you look ridiculous to their audience, they will use it. Like do not ever. As when people say like uh, they authorize Fox News to use their footage. It's like, you are, what are you doing? You're handing a gun to them. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? That blows my mind whenever I see that. Uh, anyways, Steven Universe is a cartoon with Bluebird in it. So we have to technically talk about it. The court has mandated us to speak about Steven Universe at least 35%. What fucking I, I mean, court is this? The court of podcasts. We got a thing in the mail. I didn't want to worry you guys. That's why I've been busy for a lot of this time. Also, well, um, we, we were called in for being the the one remaining Steven Universe podcast, I hope. <laughs> because if there's any others that are still going, like, dude, stop. Fucking stop. What are you doing? Well, if there are any others that are still going, they're probably doing what we 
we do, which is like, well, there's 17 episodes of Steven Universe Future, and we're going to record for four of them and then not speak to each other for a exactly. month. Exactly. No, that's what I say. Yeah, you have to have an insane... <laughs> we have to have the, we, actually, we're the most authentic Steven Universe podcast because we, we have the fucking schedule of Steven Universe. You know what? We gave you the experience of watching mm. Steven Universe just waiting for our fucking episodes. Mm. It's like Pet Stop. <laughs> you can never actually watch Pet Stop these days. If Pet Stop's amazing, but you can never be there for when it came out, and that's what Pet Stop was. It was an experience to be we gave you steven bombs of fucking ringo bombs i'm sorry but we, we were arguably the steven universe of podcasts so i'm gonna take that title we've done enough of them no one's listening who's gonna tell them the fucking <laughs> 200 kids no, we're good fucking we are the steven universe podcast the ringo zone we are the I mean, steven universe I, as, as i'm gonna be honest in my personal life i'd be humiliated to say that that i, I run that I know, but so I think this is tied into I'm not allowed to have an identity because, like, this show was originally, I don't remember, I originally created this because I was embarrassed talking about nerdy shit, so I made this show. That was the original premise. Oh, so is that why, like, before you decided to start the Ringo Zone, when I reached out and said, like, hey, I like your opinions and point of view, want to talk? You were just like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was, I honestly, I am, like, the least, what was I even talking about? Uh, we were talking about Steven Universe, but oh my god, but, yep. it's a, but like I'm already in my head, kind of coming up with the blurb for this, which I kind of think no one reads. So if you do read the blurbs, please tell me because I do actually put a lot of thought into them. I, I read. I them. read the blurb. I'm sorry, audience, fans. listening audience. If you yeah. read the bur- the blurbs, please tell me. Although it does it does make me happy to know that you two read them. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, no, I need to my, know you're talking shit about me. No, I do that in the episode. <laughs> anyway, the blurb in my head that I'm kind of constructing now is uh, this is this is a, a very special episode yes. <laughs> for completely unrelated to Steven Universe reasons. And we pepper in some discussion about Bluebird. And I think that that's fine. Yes, I, I, I Sounds really like accurate that. to me. That's yeah, perfect. my little blurb, and it's fine that the episode is, is what it is. We were talking yeah. about Bluebird, but I don't know. I was going to say real quick, I first remembered what it was. That, that the thought is that uh, you feel inauthentic in that the way you act up until you realize that you're trans and you're like, oh, I've come out to myself and I'm going to like do it differently. All of it's constructed and you're like, okay, how does a person act? Like, how am I supposed mm-hmm. to act? And so, like, that's the weird... I actually do feel like that. Like, when you message me, I'm like, I don't even know how to fucking talk to... Like, it's very hard for me to make friends, like, back then before. Because it was like... I mean... If you, if you message me, I'm like, I don't even know how to act. Because I can't see your face. Or, or play off what it seems like you'll like. Because I don't fucking know... Ah, what? But we can stop talking to my trans bullshit about the TV universe. I just wanted to... Because okay. in case you were... <laughs> for your editing purposes, I wanted to bookend my statement. Because I was, like, leading to a point, And then it, like, went way off topic. I would um, say from uh, people I know who've gone through transition that if there is a universality to it, it's kind of like you realize it, it's a big O oh moment, and then it's immediately followed by fuck, now what? I screamed no out loud. <laughs> I was talking to someone and I was uh, like, what does this mean? Wow. And they were trans and they were just like, do you need me to say it? And I was just like, no. I literally yelled, like I yelled the, but it was, it was, that yeah. Is- it was it was like Star Wars. I just realized I I Vadered like here's straight up. Though, like, here's the thing though is that you're talking about how how you you struggle with inauthenticity, and that is the most authentic moment like anecdotally yeah. I've ever experienced someone no, say. So like, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that was the yeah, pure yeah. me coming out from yeah. literally screaming. No, no what is happening? Yeah, it. yeah. I love it. 
But you know what else is interesting? Bluebird, which is basically the same message through the whole episode. <laughs> so I don't have any specific notes. Uh, I like when Amethyst gets her shit crushed. I like that one. That was really funny. When Amethyst gets her art destroyed by even instantly. Yeah. And he really hurts her feelings really, really legitimately. And she cries. Why haven't we Why haven't we used the word gaslighting yet? That's oh what my god. Is. Yes, yes. There it is. Here, okay, so here's my thing is... Because this is kind of an internal reaction I've been the whole time you've been talking about, like, Bluebird's actions, is gaslighting came across my mind, but I didn't use it because I don't feel like it was actually terribly effective. Yeah, it was. Well, at the, end it, at the end it was. Yeah, and it was also, it was it was kind of like mock gaslighting for the, so a kid could understand the concept of someone gaslighting someone. They made it, like, I think very cartoonish. Like, get it? He, they're gaslighting Steven. Did it, did it, do Like, he's the one person who doesn't seem to get what's happening. And the, 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 like, But that's the thing. He did get what was happening for most of the episode. But I thought everybody else kind of got that he, he was getting gaslit. It was kind of my impression. But maybe I read that wrong. I don't know. I kind of thought they all were like, Steven, get over this. They're fucking with you. Like, well, move Steven, on. I have this note that this is an exercise in understanding that you cannot change everyone. Again she took advantage of his nature because up until this point he has changed the people around him for the better and he got the gut instinct right you know of course he got the gut instinct right that this was the one this was the one that like they hate me you know like this i cannot i cannot fix this but then the the gems around him i feel like don't have this the nuance like the sense of that uh, because they they are on the outside looking in you yeah. know intrinsically so like yeah they were the gems when they had that moment in the bathroom they were like didn't haven't you said that you want to give all of these problematic gems a second chance and steven was like oh right so like to a lesser extent everyone was kind of buying in on the gaslighting you yeah, know? but I guess the idea that it's like everyone bought in a little bit. Yeah, and Steven was the only person who went this far, but it's like everyone does kind of have to allow Aquamarine to be yeah. this little weird thing, and they'd be like, "All right, they're doing their whatever. I'm just going to ignore it." But like, all right, but you know. the thing is, is that Aquamarine, like the reason why her pranks were like inscrutable, is she was laying the groundwork for the gaslighting. Yeah. You know, and I keep saying Aquamarine. Bluebird like knew that if she came off as like in any way genuinely threatening yeah. then she would be ousted and exactly the the crystal gems they bought into it the same way that all that everyone else except for steven at the beginning bought into it but they were like well if she get if she does get out of hand we will squash her and that is exactly what they did also i i what do you guys think about the design of of bluebird we didn't go into that because she had to like, pretty oh, cool yeah. design like the fucking uh i mean i'm into the mod shit i like that her gems kind of dope the end scene this is not in my notes but the end scene is where bluebird does get like the most otherworldly because up until this point i she has four legs something i didn't notice or remember you're gonna have to correct me if i'm wrong but i think she's she used them like in tandem so that it looks like she was walking on two legs the whole episode yeah I think okay so, yeah um so it's a, at this point that she's like nope i'm a fucked up fusion and yeah. she like splays her legs in like a helicopter like weird grabby claw thing yeah. and is openly the, yeah. the representation that fusions have when they're dangerous yeah. you know so I, 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 uh, I'll make I'll make a direct direct hot take shot at the fucking crew universe oh. right now 
So they always say, like, no, the amount of legs and shit had nothing to do with it. It's just, like, a design choice. Yeah, no, but then all the bad gems have four legs, and none of the other ones have four legs and shit. So what are you talking about? And sometimes it'll be, like, they're a big gem or whatever. But then you're saying also that it's, like, well, there's some amount of, like, conflict in it. It's kind of how the, the legs always seem to work and which conflict is in there. But I think, though, I think they said that because they didn't want to be, like, eventually called out for saying, like, yeah, our character designs are more grotesque and monstrous and, like, body horror-ish to be, like, bad people, because, like, that is something that people argue against, is, like, I don't know which one that one is, ableist or whatever. I don't want to say, like, disfiguredist, but whatever the fucking, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> that's the problem. So, uh, like, I, it's, I I think they just make they made that claim, but I think that it's now, I feel like seeing this gem, I just want to say, yeah, it makes me feel like that is the design rule and, like, the on their side within the, in the show Bible When or things have more legs, they're closer to bugs, which makes them uh, yeah. more scary. The uh, evil coded fusions have more legs, where the not so evil fusions are more top heavy. Yeah. Uh, so like extra arms or extra eyes, and I didn't know that there was discourse necessarily about like it's like an unfair. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I should have like clarified my thought a little bit. Sorry. Okay, so people have that as a viewpoint, and like Tumblr level people will like get real upset about that. So I think that is my point is that's why I think they said that as a character design thing, they're like trained to see all this shit as monstrous, yeah. and they're good decisions as designers. Yeah. So I believe that they just had to make that statement as like a let's cover ourselves from like Tumblr shit. I agree that it, I think that it's a actually a very brilliant design choice yeah and that the kids on tumblr who just want to stir the shit uh need to sit down see here's my thing is i think that some of the good guy fusions are actually scarier yeah like, like but, but they're, but they're like Alexandra they're badass, has multiple though. faces but she's are, bad she's like, she's like a i mean no, no it's, true. It, it's true yeah and then like obsidian is just like a destruction god but like Alexandra's multiple faces scare me more than an extra but, pair yeah, but, of legs. But I also she's like fear. I, I she's like a goddess that's terrifying, but you want on your side or something. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like she's like furious instead of like, like evil. Like the, the design, yeah. The design is still coded in a way that is like you know, like biblical angels are terrifying, but you're yes. not. They say be not afraid. You know. Yes, exactly. Whereas like, I don't trust those fuckers. I play bayonetta. Well, you also don't have to trust Alexandrite. You know, like but you should. <laughs> you can, but like so the way that the way that you know. Malachi, I've seen Alexandrite sit down to dinner. It kind of takes the kick out of it. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Which is why that episode is so freaking funny. No, but so like Malachite and uh, 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 Bluebird having more bottom heavy on the limbs. Okay, maybe objectively less like. I guess otherworldly because there are like we got like bugs and stuff here or whatever and there's really nothing that has like two mouths. Yeah. Uh, but exactly. it's still but it's still like there's a sense there is somewhere in the back of your brain when you when you look at Malachite, you're like, Ugh. And yeah. if you look at Alexandrite, it's more of like a oh, which is different, you know? Yeah. Are we in final thoughts? So I'll say my final thought is Fun episode. This was a. This is the most like old school Ringo Zone episode I feel like I've recorded like emotionally in a really long time. Of like, this is a little bit. Of, I feel like Ringo Zone's gotten pretty easy to do. I kind of know how to open. This opening was the first one that was hard in forever. Like I couldn't. I didn't say hello, welcome to the Ringo Zone. My name is blah. 
So it was weird to be like, what do I say? Uh, you guys introduce yourselves. It was, and then during the episode, I like was, I don't know. I had a lot of fun recording this one. It almost felt like Bluebird. Oh, glad. Yeah, it almost felt like we usually were like, we have nothing to say about this episode. I'm kind of glad this time. I didn't really want, I'm glad we didn't have yeah. a plot heavy one because we didn't plan this for this one. I just was like, I'm tired of this. I yeah. want to change my name in Discord to stop being Disney. Uh, so that's my, my final thought. Anyone have anything else or are we all set? I like how near the beginning of the episode, we see Greg not just brushing his hair but like caressing it in the most loving way just so when he loses it it's like a complete emotional arc within the episode and a meaningful sacrifice because if you watch this episode on its own like and you haven't been with the show the whole time it's kind of it doesn't mean much well none of it will make any sense and none of it will mean anything I also yeah, feel like but, if he's got his hair cut off and then we never addressed it and it was just his bottle changed I would almost be like man poor Greg I feel like I'm kind of glad they gave it that moment the Greg's like half his character is his fucking hair yeah the hair is a holdover <laughs> from you know the his rock and roll days and his dead wife, I guess. And his too. dead wife, I guess. <laughs> I forgot about that one. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Move on, Greg. She's fucking dead. Well, maybe this was like in a small way meant to be part of that. Like it is, it yeah. is symbolizing I, I, him moving on, but like from exactly what I think is up for debate. Yeah, I was 100 percent joking, but now that now that I'm thinking about it, I'm kind of Greg should date again. I don't know who, but maybe the maybe the the tour manager that he was in the bill days. That there you go. Make that up in your head, Marty. No, the, the, the female one it was oh. in New York City, Empire City one. Oh, yeah. gosh. She had, like, a hippie name. Yeah, she had a cool voice. Sunshine like, or rough. something. Yes. I think, it was, I think it was Sunshine. Yeah, that would be cute. Yeah. Uh, so my final thought is I'm, I am glad that we saw Aquamarine again. I'm also glad that we don't ever see her again. <laughs> I think that's very fair. That is, that is my final thought. Yeah. This was a loose end that needed tying up. And it got tied up, and she and Eyeball literally flew off into the sunset, never to be seen again, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly... We could have just done that. We could have just done that last thing you said and made that the whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) And then also, like, I'm Carrie now, end of episode. Yeah, (laughs) like, listen, you don't know how I'm going to edit this episode. I could yet do that. I was going to actually say before we ended, like, thank you to Kayla for editing this one, because I feel like this is, in my mind, probably one of the more difficult ones to edit or more annoying ones to edit. So shout out uh, to Kayla for that one. It's probably just going to be difficult and annoying to edit because I am in the middle of packing to move. So, like, it's... Yeah. I, I'm probably not going to give you the benefit of rearranging bits of, of oh, your just various cut, just, just cut it. Yeah, you don't need to fucking cut, like, cut stuff together. You okay. Just cut content. Do whatever you want to do. Just don't make me sound like a fucking dumbass, and we're good. <laughs> I very rarely rearrange things. It's mostly just to make me look bad. No, no shut uh, up. I, you. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's like I would, I would, <laughs> I never come I after cut. you, Max. Max, I never come after you. Don't mm-hmm. vilify me. <laughs> just doing her job. If I want to bance you or whatever, I do it with my voice while we're recording. I never go in after the fact because <laughs> I'm I'm not sneaky or a troll like Bluebird. There we go. Da 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 da. And the payoff is nothing.